Welcome, 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 geeks and nerds, girls and boys, to a brand new edition of Geek to Me Radio, episode 232. This is part two of our two-part chat with voice actor legendary Neil Ross, talking all about the many roles he's done throughout the years. We'll get into some upcoming cons he might be attending and more. Stand by. Tuning in for the very first time. Welcome to Geeks Me Radio. I'm your host, James Enstall. Uh, this is something I haven't done very often. Sometimes I'm able to just get a perfect one episode thing out. There have been a few guests we've just had such a great talk with and have been generous and given me the extra time that I've had to break it up into two segments. The last one I remember was uh, writer DG Chichester talking about his work across Marvel Comics, working in advertising and all the other stuff he's done. I had to break that up into two segments because there was just so much great stuff there, and he was very generous with his time, as was voice actor Neil Ross talking all about his incredible career. And obviously, with the amount of credits he's done on IMDb when you look him up, it's easy to make two shows out of just talking about that. But we got into a lot of stuff. Just to pick up where we left off last time, at the very end of episode 230, uh, we were talking about how he finds the voice for all these different characters. Here was his answer to that. Well, it's, uh, you know, I'm assuming other people in the voiceover business work this way, although you would have to ask them. I haven't really discussed it with anybody, but th- this is all auditions and you just have an, uh, an appointment time and you show up. I try to show up 15 minutes to a half an hour early so I can think about it. And there on the bulletin board or wherever is a, a drawing, maybe two drawings, profile and head on. And then there's a two or three paragraph description of the character. And you absorb all of this. And if all goes well, uh, I mostly go off the visual. I look at the face and the body. And uh, if all goes well, I begin to hear a voice in my head. And then the trick is to get that out of Mr. Mouth when you go in to actually do the audition. And sometimes they let it go at that. Sometimes they ask you to come up with two or three alternatives. Uh, In some cases, they go, I kind of like where you are, but I want you to do a little more of this and a little less of that. Uh, sometimes the, the ultimate voice is uh, the result of the collaboration between the person doing the audition and you. You end up with some some kind of a compromise. In the case of Pidge, and again, I mentioned this in the book, I was quite new to the business when I got the the, uh, Voltron job. That was actually the first lead role I ever got. 
And I was very nervous, you know, that somebody was going to say, this isn't an actor. This is some ex-disc jockey. Get him out of here. <laughs> and uh, so I, I knew I was going to be doing Keith, but I had no idea. Suddenly uh, at the session, the director shoves this drawing under my nose, which looks like an elf with glasses. And he says, what do you got for this guy? And in a blind I went into this voice up in here, and um, he said, that's fine, that's perfect. And uh, I thought, well, dodged that bullet, and I thought, well, this character will only be in one episode. It turned out, of course, he was a part of the ensemble, and he was in every episode. Just how long I'm stuck with this voice. (laughs) One time, this never made any sense to me, but he said, you know, the people back at the office who edit this stuff, they're all convinced they could do this voice better than you. And I said, well, but I'm the prototype. How do you you do it better? I don't understand this. He says, don't worry about it. You got the job. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know. That 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 the voice of Pidge was de- decided in about ninety seconds. And when you've got uh, that cast, Voltron, B.J. Ward, you've got Michael Bell, it, and you've worked these people throughout your career. That's got to be mm-hmm. creates a great camaraderie, I would think. There really is the voiceover family, at least from that era. Uh, you couldn't meet a nicer group of people. I mean, we were, in some ways we were competing with each other for work, but it never it never got nasty. And sometimes people who do on camera would stumble into our world and they would watch us at auditions laughing and scratching and telling jokes. And and they would say, this is astonishing. You know, in in an on camera audition, everybody in the waiting room is trying to psych each other out and they're glaring at each other. And he says, you people, it's like you're at a party. What's the deal? And I said, and this was the case in those days. It's not so much now. But I, I said, you know, I think it's because these jobs, they're like buses. You know, if you don't catch this bus, there's another one coming in a, in yeah. a half hour. You know, why, why stress over it? And uh, just lovely people. And uh, the, the, these sessions were a delight you know, as I've said, in all the years, I can think of maybe one and a half people who kind of annoyed me once in a while. But 99.9% of the time, I just had a ball. A lovelier group of people you wouldn't want to meet, you couldn't meet, I'm telling you. And it's fascinating. Another change in the voice industry now is that so many of those buses are coming along. So many more people are wanting to jump on. I think it really kind of started with Batman, the animated series, and into that DC Warner Brothers universe where a lot of movie actors and and normal TV actors, hey, I want to do that. I want to be on that. And it kind of, now it's almost a lot of these Hollywood types want the voiceover work where you would think it would be the other way around, which is, it's got to be fun that you were on the ground floor of this. And we'll take our first commercial break, come back and chat more with actor Neil Ross. Please stand by. Attention, maggots, this is Sergeant Slaughter from WWE at G.I. Joe, the real American hero. And you're listening to Geek to Me. Don't touch that dial, and that's an order. G.I. Joe, American hero. Welcome back to Geek to Me Radio. 
Before we took that last break, we were chatting with Neil Ross about uh, how it seems like voice acting has just hit this huge level where film and TV actors, uh, some big names, want to be voice actors now. Yeah, although it's it's not much fun to watch all the plum jobs go to celebrities well, yeah. who don't, don't really need them. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, at, at, in those days, it was considered slumming to do animation. Uh, huh. I recall one movie where a, a major uh, actress did the part as a favor to the director, but said, "Don't I don't want any screen credit, please, please, don't put my <laughs> name," you know. Uh, uh, but at, at a certain point, I think it was—I uh, think it was Steven Spielberg doing *Who Framed Roger Rabbit*. Oh yeah, and had a lot of celebrities in that movie, and suddenly it became okay to do this work. And then, of course, Robin Williams. Uh, who who was just marvelous. Uh, you know, I, uh, people say, how do you feel about these stars coming in? And, uh, well, you know, it is what it is, as I said. But also, in some cases, I don't think they bring much to the to the project except their name. Sure. Because they're not voice actors, and it's kind of a different animal. But, of course, Robin Williams, as I've said, if he did nothing else but voiceover, he would be the top guy or one of the top guys. He was... You know, astonishingly good, and I don't resent him coming in. For for heaven's sake, he was a genius. Yeah. Um, but as I said, some people, you're going, well, other than your name, you didn't really contribute a hell of a lot to this, in my opinion. And it, it's interesting. It's, uh, you know, uh, well, this was a story that Wally Burr told me, and he was the director of uh, Transformers and G.I. Joe and a lot of these other shows that you've mentioned. And he uh, talked about working with a celebrity. He never told me who it was, but he said he asked for, uh, you know, the guy did the line. And Wally said, uh, that's absolutely the attitude we need, but I need a lot more energy. Can you give me more energy and take two? And he said, nothing changed. I mean, things happened on this guy's face, but the voice remained exactly the same. And mm. Wally tried three or four more times and finally gave up. And he said, I don't think the guy was giving me attitude or being difficult. He just, he, he was so used to his face doing all the work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they can't, they can't see you in voice, <laughs> which is in, in my case is good. But, uh, <laughs> You know, if if somebody was to go out of their skull and put me in an on-camera situation, I would run out and get myself educated as fast as I could. I'd find a coach. I'd, I'd, you know, I wouldn't just waltz in and rely on my voice to carry me through the situation. Now they can see me. I gotta, I gotta know what to do with my face and my body. Well, it's kind of, the, kind of. I would, I would urge any celebrity who get who wants to do voiceovers is. Uh, Get a little education. Find a good coach and uh, and bone up on this stuff. It's not exactly the same. As I say, some people are are just naturals. I, I'm a big fan of Liev Schreiber uh, as an, a face actor, but also the narrations that he does. He's marvelous. Now, yeah. I don't know if, it, if he just was able to do it like that or if he took uh, some coaching. I, I have no idea. But as I said, some of them are just fine. And as busy as you've stayed, I mean, we've got the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake and Rage 2. You're doing all these video games. Then we've got the the cartoons like Tom and Jerry Show, Be Cool, Scooby-Doo, things like that. What, now that you've been doing this and you've had all these legendary projects under your belt in, in gaming and in animation, when you're doing it, what excites you most about 
projects that you're getting recently? What what makes you really love a project you're doing? Oh, you know, it's the material. Um, some things they want you to do are just not not that rewarding. You do your best. I always try to give them a hundred percent. But uh, you know, if something is well written. Uh, it's such a joy to be the interpreter of that great writing. Um, and if it's not such great writing, well, you just do your best to uh, make it sound as good as you can. But I, you know, as uh, Jack Nicholson is uh, supposed to have said when uh, making the movie A Few Good Men, uh, Rob Reiner had, this is the famous courtroom scene, and he'd done it many, many times, and Rob Reiner, the director, realized he needed another angle, and he tiptoed up to Jack and said, I'm so sorry, I need this other angle. Could you please do it just one more time? And Jack looked at him and smiled and said, you just don't get it, do you, Rob? I love to act. (laughs) And and that's kind of the way I am. I love to act. So, you know, it just never gets old. I never get jaded. And hopefully with, uh, like I said, seeing the light at the end of the pandemic, hopefully we'll be doing more cons. Do you have any as of right now for like maybe the end of 2021 uh, that you might be thinking about doing yet? And we'll take another quick break. Come back and chat more with voice actor Neil Ross. Please stand by. You got the touch. You got the power. Hi, this is Stan Bush, and you're listening to Geek to Me Radio. And we're back. want to take this time to uh, do a little self-promotion. Uh, we work very hard here at geek to me Radio, always trying to bring you great interviews, trying to find guests to book, trying to find interesting things to bring you on the show. And I just want to let you know, if you're looking for a way to support the show, there are many ways you can help support geek to me Radio. One is just go to the website. Just, just check out geek2meradio.com. Uh, my friends Jeff Shelton and Gary Capps did a great job completely revamping the website a few months ago, making it brand new. It looks nothing like the original at all. Uh, it's a functional website, one I'm very proud to send people to now. And just that, that's one thing. Just go there because obviously the more traffic we get on geek to Me radio that helps us out search engine-wise and, and several other different ways. Another way, uh, just a very simple way to support geek to Me radio is follow us on social media at geek to me radio on Twitter and Instagram. Also, Facebook.com slash geek to me radio. I do have a Pinterest page, which I'm still kind of learning. I haven't done much with it, but you can find geek to me radio on Pinterest as well. Also, please go to YouTube. So we've got a YouTube channel. Uh, my executive producer, Joey V, who is basically my right arm, who does all the things that make the show sound as good as it does. He's constantly coming up with new and creative ideas to make the show even better. And, he has put all the episodes of Geek to Me Radio up on YouTube. So if it's easier sometimes to pull it up on a browser when you're at your work or this desktop and then listen to it in the background while you're doing other things. If you go to YouTube, though, we need to get the numbers up. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube is one of the goals for this year, 2021. So go to YouTube.com, 
Find geek to me Radio. And while you're listening to the episodes, also, if you wouldn't do us a favor and hit subscribe. Just uh, hit subscribe so we get a subscriber. And if you hit that little bell notification, you'll get a notification every time a new episode goes up. That's also a way to help out the show. Now, some other ways. Maybe uh, you want to contribute a little bit more. Well, one thing you can do is go to bit.ly slash geek to me We have an Amazon affiliate link. Basically, you shop as you normally would on Amazon. No differently. Uh, nothing changes for you at all. But when you buy something, if you buy a Funko Pop, if you buy a graphic novel, if you buy a Blu-ray or a DVD, or you go to Check out one of the guests we mentioned on the show before, had on the show before, and get one of their items. We get a small, small proceed of that sale. Doesn't change your price at all. We just get a few cents uh, that will help support the show. If you want to directly contribute to the show, we have a Patreon page. We're working to redo Patreon. But if you go to patreon.com, P-A-A, let me try that again, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. And find geek to me Radio. We've got different levels that you can support us at. And, uh, like, uh, I don't want to go all uh, uh, Sally Struthers, but for just the price of a cup of coffee, you, too, can support geek to me Radio. So there's many different ways to support the show. We appreciate all of you listening. Make sure you're listening on and subscribing on these platforms where you're hearing the show. And if you like what we're doing with our live radio show on Sunday nights on the Big 550 KTRS, make sure you send KTRS a little email. Say, hey, we really like geek to me Radio on Sunday nights. Thanks for bringing that show to us because that always helps the managers know that people are listening to the show live as we do it. I uh, just wanted to drop that little bit of self-promotion. Thanks very much. We're going to take another quick break, come back and continue our chat with voice actor Neil Ross. Please stand by. This is Tress McNeil, and you're listening to Geek to Me, and James is the cute one. (laughs) And we're back. Before we took that last break, before our little self-promotion there, we were talking with Neil Ross about uh, now with uh, things opening back up. Are there any conventions in 2021 that Neil Ross will be attending that you might be able to meet him at? There is one I was supposed to do next month in Las Vegas. And forgive me, I'm forgetting what it's called, but they obviously had to cancel it. But they have rescheduled it for October. And uh, if all goes well, I plan on doing that one. You know, I love the atmosphere, meeting people, uh, it's a lovely change of pace, and I've I've kind of missed these these conventions, and so it'll be hopefully uh, we'll be able to do it. I mean, so much of it is uh, you don't obviously you don't want to have a mask on if you can avoid it, and everybody wants to come up and shake hands, which is great, you know. But all of these things are sort of not conducive to uh, doing in a pandemic. So right, we'll, exactly. We'll see. <laughs> I'd hate to be stuck behind some kind of glass. Uh, thing <laughs> right come yeah. come see neil ross you can wave at him as you pass by yeah like he's in a zoo <laughs> or something well this has been absolutely fantastic I, I like i said i'm so appreciative of your time and we want to make sure again that you check out the book which is out on amazon and audible you can get that it's called vocal recall a life in radio and voice overs by neil ross you can get that and we'll put a link to the show notes and if people want to keep up on you uh on your career on appearances you might be doing is there a website do you have social media handles uh i'm on facebook you should be able to track me down there uh i'm i post intermittently but i do post once in a while 
And uh, let me think. Well, I've got one other. Well, I've got uh, there's a website connected with the book, which I mentioned earlier, www.neilbook.com, N-E-I-L-book.com. Then there's another website, which is cleverly called neilross.com. I gave a <laughs> consultant a fortune to come up with that. And uh, what you find on there, it's really designed for buyers to uh, log on and listen to my demos and see if they want to mess with me or not. And uh, But I'm anybody's welcome. You just go on there and you can hear me, hear my narration demo or my animation demo, whatever is your pleasure. Yeah. And that's that's about it. I, I am not on uh, Twitter because every couple of weeks I pick up the paper and some poor devil has uh, destroyed his entire career by tweeting something <laughs> stupid. You know, at this point, I, I think you're walking around with a hand grenade in your pocket, you know, uh, so I'm not on, on Twitter. You're probably better off, honestly. <laughs> Last question. If you were to give a piece of advice to aspiring voiceover actors who may be in their you know, late teens, early 20s, they want to move out to L.A. or to go to New York or make a go of it, what piece of advice would you give them? Oh, I, you know, the voiceover business has completely changed since I got started. It's done a complete 180. It's probably too complicated to go into at this point. It's a, it's it's it was never an easy thing to do. Uh, it's just the reasons that it's difficult have changed. And I like to think that the as much as things have changed, there's certain basic principles that still apply. And so it's it's just a case of practice and uh, persistence and uh, patience. And of the three, the most important would be practice. Sometimes younger people think, boy, if I could just make the right connection, if I could just go to the right party and meet the right person, then I could have a career. And uh, yeah, as long as you've done your homework, uh, I cite a book in my book, which was written by uh, pr the movie producer Robert Evans. The book is called The Kid Stays in the Picture, and I highly recommend it. And he describes luck as opportunity meeting preparation. Hmm. And the one thing that you do, you have no control over your luck, but you do have control over your preparation. Nobody can stop you from getting in a room with an inexpensive recording device and practicing, 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 practicing. So that when you do suddenly make that contact or get invited to that party and somebody says, yeah, you seem like a likely guy, show up on Monday and uh, let me hear what you, what you got. You need to be ready for that moment so you can absolutely dazzle them. And as I said, the one thing they cannot stop you from doing is practicing. And so combine that with persistence without being obnoxious and patience. And, uh, and don't show up in L.A. or New York with $200 in a dream. It, <laughs> it'll rapidly turn into no dollars in a nightmare. That'll, I think that'll cover lunch in L.A. these days. I think that's about as far as you'll get for 200 Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's, I, don't, I don't know how some people, how some people manage. I, you know, I, I just pushed like mad to get a radio job in L.A. And when I did, then I started looking for the agent. I started trying to produce demos. I started trying to get in the business. But I had a day job. Yeah. 
so I could pay the bills. But uh, just coming out here and, uh, as I said, with 200 bucks in a dream, I don't recommend it. No, I think that's, that's smart. You have to have that base on which to launch from, which I think, obviously, you, you did it the right way, it sounds like. Obviously. <laughs> and, of course, with the Internet now, you can, you can do all kinds of stuff without actually showing up here. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, you know, it, uh, I always, t- uh, I used to, the, the, a lot of the good advice I got was in uh, workshops and uh, classes that I would attend. I would talk to my fellow students who, uh, who were a little further up the road than I was, and they would make suggestions and tell me things. But now there are all these Facebook groups devoted to voiceovers. I would say, join those and read what everybody has to say and maybe ask questions of people who are a little further up the path than you are. Uh, the, the Internet is an incredible resource. We didn't have that. It was all, you know, telephone and the U.S. mail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the wor- world has definitely changed, but uh, I, sometimes I don't know if it's for the better or not. You know, it's 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 one step forward, two steps back sometimes. It's tough to, you know, when all of this technology started to come along, I thought, well, now it'll become a more a friendlier business. Uh, we won't have these panic last minute things anymore because they've got all the, it, it got worse. <laughs> it's like Suddenly, because the technology was available, it was, I want to hear auditions, and I want to hear them in two hours. Anyone who does not submit an, an audition to me in two hours or less will not be considered. Hmm. And, it, you know, you're in the middle of the shopping for groceries and the panic phone call. Can you get back to your studio and record? So, yeah, well, it's, they have to have it in half an hour. And and then you find out it's for some project that's not going to happen for two years. And you're thinking, wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we have all this marvelous technology, but it didn't help. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, I feel like the technology is definitely a double-edged sword most of the time anyway. Yeah. yeah. But this but, has been absolutely great talking to you. And again, Vocal Recall, A Life in Radio and Voiceovers by Neil Ross. Amazon Audible will have the link in the show notes. And uh, look forward to hopefully getting to visit with you sometime in late 2021. Let's uh, hold on to that hope, James. I hope that uh, things have improved to the point where uh, that will happen. As do I. Thank you again so much for your time. My pleasure. Neil Ross, what an extraordinary talent. Just so many different projects. Before we get out of here, I want to make sure we tell you about our premier sponsor, the City of St. Charles, the Greater St. Charles Convention and Visitors Bureau. And you'll know them from the website, discoverstcharles.com. So much to see, so much to do. If you're looking to get out of town for a while, if you want to go visit someplace new, St. Charles has something for everyone. If you're from far away or if you're from right around the corner here in St. Louis and you just haven't been across the bridge lately, go check out St. Charles. It's a great time to go. There's never a bad time to go, but there's so much to see and do. If you're just local and you want to take your dog for a walk, grab a coffee and kind of hang outdoors for a while in this beautiful weather, then St. Charles is the place for you. If you're from out of town and you want to go someplace new and you haven't been before, just kind of relax a little bit. Lots of places in St. Charles where you can do just that, whether it's outdoor activity you're interested in, whether it's doing something fun. If you're a foodie and want to go hit up some eateries and things like that, uh, if you want to do some unique shopping, if you just want to get out of town, we've also got the casino there and you can go gamble a little bit. Lots and lots to do in St. Charles. You can check out the website discoverstcharles.com to plan your trip. And as we always say here, it's an historically good time. St. Charles, 
That's discoverstcharles.com. We're going to take our last break, come back and wrap up the show, so please stand by. Let's go bonkers. Yeah, totally nuts. Bonkers. No if and the but the bonkers. Someone's stealing the show. Sort of omens come to my hand. I, Lion-O, command it. Hi, this is Larry Kenny, the voice of Lion-O, and you're listening to geek to me Radio. And we're back for our final segment. want to make sure we mention our official movie sponsor, Marcus Theaters. Marcus Theaters and Movie Tavern, a great place to see a movie. If you've not been out yet to see Cruella or Raya and the Last Dragon, or you want to go out and see uh, any movie that's out right now in the perfect surroundings, Marcus Theaters is the way to go. MarcusTheaters.com for the website. Check out the location of the Marcus Theater or movie tavern closest to you. Uh, You can buy your tickets right there online. You can see the movie reviews, uh, whatever you want to do right there from the website. And if you download the app, for your smartphone or smart device, Marcus Theaters app. You can order your concessions right there as well, and they'll be ready and waiting for you if you want a more contactless experience at the movies. As of now, masks are still required unless you're in your seat eating or drinking. And you can also, this is a big thing, which we've done a couple times now and had a lot of fun with, rent a private cinema. It's just a small amount for you and 20 of your friends to go see a movie on your own. You just want to have a group of people. Maybe it's a birthday party. Maybe it's a bachelor party. Uh, Maybe it's a graduation thing or whatever it might be. Renting a private theater is a fun way for you and your friends to see a movie. You already know who you're surrounded by. You're in good company. You can uh, get, you know, your concessions, your sodas, your popcorns, your snow-capped, whatever it is you want. Sit back, enjoy a movie with your friends, and there's really no better way to see a movie than at a Marcus Theaters. That website, once again, MarcusTheaters.com for the best movie-going experience in the galaxy. My thanks again to Neil Ross for giving his time to be on the show and talk about his career. My thanks to you for tuning in, listening. Hopefully you're subscribing and enjoying what you hear. Make sure you uh, remember those ways I mentioned to help support the show. Thanks, as always, to Joey V for making this sound as good as it does every single time. And until next week, my friends. It's not in the way you watch I sound be. It's not in the way you watch the flash. It's not That's flag. Good night. Hey, kids. Are your parents about to buy you a shiny new toy from Amazon? Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Well, don't be selfish. Share some of that money with us. Before going on Amazon, make sure to type in bit.ly slash geek to me in the web browser. It will look just like Amazon.com, except it'll say referral geek to me radio up top. And then when you check out, a tiny percentage will go to support the show without costing you one cent more. So before your parents get you that gizmo, gadget, or widget, make sure they type in bit.ly slash geek to me in the web browser. Bit.ly slash geek to me.
bit.ly slash geek to me.